Welcome to the Dell Technologies Healthcare Power Chat podcast series, where you hear from the experts about healthcare technologies. Hello, everyone. Bruce Hall here, and welcome to another Dell Technologies Healthcare Power Chat. And today we're going to talk about VDI by day and AI by night. And our guests are Mr. John Kelly, who's a product manager for VDI Solutions for Dell Technologies. And our returning guest is Mr. Susmit Pal, who's a global director for Connected Health Solutions, also for Dell Technologies. John and Susmit, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Bruce. Delighted to be here. Bruce, great to be with you again. Yes, Susmit, you're a veteran of these podcasts. And John, welcome to your first podcast. Could we start with a little bit of your backgrounds, please? And John, why don't we start with you? Sure. Happy to do so, Bruce. My name is John Kelly. As you said, I'm product manager for VDI Solutions and Dell Technologies. It's a very exciting space right now. We're enabling remote working, which a lot of folks are interested in the current environment. So I define the combination of Dell Technologies infrastructure that we help our customers with in order to design their VDI environments, really to accelerate and to optimize that virtual desktop infrastructure, that remote working VDI environment very interesting and delighted to be here to discuss it here today. Sounds like an exciting space and you're a product manager after my own heart. Sisma, could we remind folks a little of your background, please? So I'm the global director for our Connected Health Solutions, which includes many different solutions and products, including VDI. And a big part of my focus is how our solutions and our products align to clinical workflows and help to drive better user experience. Well, thanks for that, gentlemen. And Sussman, why don't we start with you on kind of more of a business slash technical question. Help us define VDI, because I know it's evolved to be more than just a screen scrape these days. Let's start by understanding your definition of VDI. VDI is a term that's been around for a long time. It's a bit of a generic term. It stands for virtual desktop infrastructure, but it also includes individual apps that are published. But the essential part of it is that whether it's a desktop or an app, it is centrally managed in the data center and it is streamed out onto endpoints. There is very little requirement on the endpoint in terms of what is needed to support. And most of that management happens in the data center which is part of the reason why it becomes really attractive for an industry like healthcare. So if you think about healthcare, the overarching goals of every healthcare organization is to improve quality of care while reducing the overall cost. Now, quality of care is impacted by things like ability of the care providers to access that patient data in a timely manner at the point of care through a variety of devices, whatever is suitable for that particular workflow. And then from an overall cost perspective, We have to consider not just the cost to deliver the app, but also all of the security, the management that goes with the data and the devices. Because after all, this is healthcare we are dealing with, and there is protected health information that needs to be secured. Thanks for that definition, Susmit. How does VDI fit into the healthcare organization's overall strategy? Depending upon your application inventory, VDI could be a really important strategy to securely deliver those healthcare apps anytime, anywhere, on any device. Now, if I just look at some of the healthcare apps themselves, the tier one healthcare apps like Epic, Cerner are also predominantly delivered as a published app. So there is an application level requirement that also drives you towards VDI. From an endpoint standpoint, from a security and management perspective, it also works really well because it's all centralized, secured, updates can be applied in a much more controlled manner. So with all of that, VDI really becomes an important strategy to drive everything for better user experience while at the same time controlling costs. 
And John, turning to you as a product manager, you're sitting between the engineering that is actually delivering VDI solutions and customers who have requirements for VDI solutions. Tell us a little bit about how does it enable remote access and what infrastructure is needed to deliver VDI solutions? Fortunately, Susmit has given a great outline and helped with a lot of that information. But let me kind of summarize and maybe supplement some of it. Obviously, VDI, ultimately, the user's desktop and apps runs in the data center. It doesn't run at the endpoint device that the customer is using. And when I use the phrase endpoint device, that reminds me of a phrase that's often used in the industry called BYOD, which ultimately means that customers can use any device of their preference, be that tablet, laptop, even a corporate legacy corporate desktop. BYOD is completely compatible and really VDI is a great enabling technology for BYOD. Really good technology to enable work anywhere using any device. In terms of the infrastructure that's needed, obviously the compute power is in the data center, as Sussman said. So you need storage, you need networking and, and server or hyper-converged technology. So what are some of the key advantages of VDI as you see it? The connection is very secure connection. No data passes between the end user and the data center. It's all done security, just pixels that are traveling over the wire. And ideal for using in scenarios such as remote workers, temporary remote clinics. And if I was to think of the main advantages of VDI, think of things like security, which is obviously a key ingredient for VDI based on the fact that no data resides at the endpoint device. Secondly, I think of things like management simplicity in terms of managing the image, the desktop operating system image compared to a physical PC. And then obviously there's a lot of operational simplicity for things like disaster recovery, where you get all the benefits of things like virtualization and cloud. They're often the three kind of advantages that we see useful for those remote BYOD temporary situations and really a great enabler for remote working, remote learning, and particularly in the healthcare type environment that Susmit just mentioned. It sounds like VDI fits squarely into the times we're in now where remote workforce is so much more of a factor relative to productivity for your average healthcare worker. John, we're going to get into this in more detail later, but can you give us a very quick overview of Dell's capabilities in enabling VDI? In Dell Technologies, we provide a large amount of collateral to help customers design their VDI environment. That will be technology such as our PowerStore, our PowerMax, our VxRail Hyperconverged, all combined with our PowerEdge server. You can have, as I said, the three-tier based on server plus storage, or you can have the Hyperconverged based on something like VxRail. Susma, turning back to you, we hear about the implementation of VDI, and John just took us through a great detailed analysis of that. Tell us some of the business challenges that implementing VDI can pose. That was a great overview. And if I go back a little bit to the things that John said, the three key advantages, security, ease of management, and that business resiliency that you get, what you really get out of those benefits is agility. And that is critical in the current environment. If you think about having to move your employees to start working from home and after having to do that in a matter of a week, how do you scale to such a requirement and how do you respond quickly? Keeping all of that in mind, VDI still has some challenges and historically some of those challenges has been related to the underlying complexity of that environment. 
In a typical VDI architecture, there are many layers of technology, infrastructure, software that all needs to work together. Everything from the underlying network, compute, storage, the hypervisor, the applications, and the endpoints all needs to work together to support the workflow requirements. And that has been challenging in the past. We'll probably get into a little bit more of this is how we are addressing these things with some of our ready solutions and hyper-converged options which John mentioned earlier. Any other business challenges you can think of? The other facet of VDI is around the ROI and that upfront investment that is needed to set up that environment and set up all of those different layers in a way that is compatible with each other and is optimized to support that workload. And again, there are different ways customers are going about it in terms of addressing the ROI side of things. One of the topics we are going to get into today that is focused on that ROI is how do we improve the ROI by doing more with that same infrastructure, expanding that infrastructure, the usage of that infrastructure to multiple different workloads. Traditionally, I would say the two big challenges has been the complexity of the environment and the upfront investment in ROI. Well, Sussman, I need to give you the $5 segue bonus because that is exactly what I wanted to now ask John about. You've both talked about infrastructure investment. We talk about storage, compute, and network. And obviously, the title of our podcast is VDI by Day, AI by Night, and it's more than just AI. But John, tell us what components of the infrastructure are enabling reuse and how does that work? If I look at the initial discussion we had around the infrastructure requirements and either this three-tier server network storage or the hyper-converged, we can supplement that infrastructure requirement with another ingredient which is integrated with the server or the hyper-converged environment, and that's GPU, graphical processing unit. And what that does is it delivers a really good end-user experience in graphical environments for virtual desktop users. The adoption of GPU in VDI environments has been increasing significantly in recent times. Obviously, there is an investment associated with that. What a lot of people have been interested in, there's been a lot of excitement about it in industry forums and trade shows, is the ability to reuse that GPU capacity for other activities and computer-related activities, particularly for AI, machine learning, and deep learning. How specifically do GPUs enable this reuse? The parallel compute paradigm delivered by GPUs, which is ideal for the graphics acceleration of VDI users that's required in VDI, is also really appropriate and a great piece of compute resource for AI and broader compute applications. How can it be reused for other resources? We find that the GPU resources that are needed to accelerate a lot of VDI users can also be reused for the purpose of standard AI activities such as training and inferencing. This concludes part one of our podcast. Check back for part two where John and Sussman explain how Dell can help scope and implement VDI solutions, what validation has been done with these solutions, What's on the horizon with respect to VDI? Where to find more info and final thoughts?